Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm James. And welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast, where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired and to have any of your property-related questions answered by trusted local property professionals. Hello, welcome back. I'm Dan. I'm James. This is episode 39 of the Cornwall Property Podcast. Thank you for joining us once again. So, Today's episode is a Ask Dan and James episode. And why are we here? We are here to inform, educate, inspire you guys to get involved with property um, with a, a, a bit of a bias on the Cornwall property market because there's a big issue in Cornwall with not having us not having enough private rented property available. And there's far too many people needing homes still. So yeah, we're trying to just get you guys involved in property. How could you get involved? How could you help? How could you make yourself a little bit of money whilst doing so as well? So yeah, and by doing getting in touch with us we can hopefully steer you in the right direction absolutely and as dan says it's your turn to ask us um you know a few questions and you might ask how do you do that for those of you who are new to the show uh viewing or listening you can go to cornwallpropertypodcast.com go onto our front page there scroll down to the bottom and you can send us a message that way or you can quite simply go onto our social media especially on facebook and drop us a message there and just get in touch with us in anything property related you've got so without further further ado we have adam in plymouth who has asked us the following question just a quick question i may have missed this in one of your podcasts already how are you guys overcoming the continued price increases with each project you take on you would have maybe a projected budget in place this this must be fairly tough when materials like timber steel insulation keep increasing increasing you're not far wrong there plus short supply of many others as well how hope you don't mind me asking just a very curious fan of how you manage that no, good no, question no. cheers adam uh, i know adam because i used to used to work with adam back in the day um so yeah i no, really appreciate you you're listening to as well adam so thanks for that um why how we do it i suppose it's essentially what we're doing is just being super contingent to give you an idea for those aren't maybe as au fait with the sort of price increases we're up against we have got a couple of properties uh, projects and developments on the case at the minute and in development and building at the minute and we have just had priced up for uh, insulation and if we were to buy the insulation this month it would be x amount if we literally buy it in october now it will be an extra 10 percent on the price it is going up those sort of that that sort of um amount fairly regularly as well worryingly um, and you can guarantee and bang your buck you're going to have another guarantee, um, price increase in the new year too because it's fairly traditional with the building materials <laughs> to have the happy new year bang <laughs> and another 10 percent, please so um great question and simply what do we do we are very contingent with our numbers adam um when we do our end values obviously our model is to buy and we hold the properties and we then rent out to the local um market so for example we need to know what the end value is the gross development value we call it the gdv work out what the GDV is. We may make uh, 20 or 25% profit to make sure that we can then put a mortgage on it and hold on to the property afterwards. And then we've got to work out our bill costs, obviously. The, the problem we've got is that our bill costs, as you're rightly identifying, could be spiraling out if there's a lot of increases during the period. So what do we do? Obviously, it's very important to have a 15 to 20% contingency built in there, which kind of is your little buffer as such. We are yet to do a property or a project that uh, has not had to tap into a contingency that we've we've made ourselves because there's always something in the rip out that you find that you didn't we weren't mm -hmm. realizing or expecting um, or as you are ripping out something happens as a result of it so for example we're just doing a couple of properties uh, in the center of Truro at the minute grade two listed buildings beautiful buildings and as we're doing the rip out and we're just uh, reconfiguring uh, some floor space we've realized that the floor was actually not supported by anything so it's kind of right well now we need to <laughs> this was not 
you couldn't foresee this without doing uh, an x-ray vision on the property sort of thing. It's just no way you could have seen it or foreseen it. So luckily, because we had contingencies in place, it wasn't a big hit for us because we were able to get the new steels in, get the um, structural engineer to help spec us up what we need to do. But um, again, there's always things going wrong and a way we can just be more contingent, Adam. So how can we get as contingent? We're contingent in every area of a deal. So we're contingent on the end value. So if we're, mm, it could be valued at, £400,000, well, let's do our figures on 380. Let's make sure it works at 380 and then we're safe. We've got a little bit of a buffer there. On our end, um, so that's on the end value we're buffering there. And then on the refurb cost, right, it's going to be £200,000 refurb. Let's add your 15, 20%, maybe a little bit more. Let's go for, yeah, let's make sure we go for the 20% mm -hmm. at least, 25% if you want to be super, super safe. But again, that's the only thing you can do because these things are out of our hands, sadly, Adam. And as you can dwell, you can worry about it too much. People, you can just sit on your, sit on your hands and just think, oh, well, I'll wait until it steadies out. But it, it could be too late. Um, you could also argue, well, if the increases that you're seeing in materials in pro and cost, well, recently we've been seeing that increase really in the end values as well because it kind of marries itself out so it's not been too we've been very fortunate in that the build costs haven't been too ridiculous in terms of spiraling out of control we're also very fortunate that the market's been in our hand in that the market's actually increased as well so not only have our build costs increased but the end value has increased but because we do all our vehicles on worst case scenario we kind of kept ourselves safe in that respect would you agree yeah, absolutely. I think you make some, you know, very sensible uh, bits, and I've learned a lot from you, uh, Dan, over the last few years just for being contingent. I think I think you have to be in this day and age. Everything um, you have to be contingent with. I think even in the rental sector, with the bills, inflation, gas going up, oil going up, petrol going up, there, there's a denominator. You know, inflation is on the increase, and it doesn't look like it's going to be slowing. So, yeah, put bags of contingency in, as you say, Dan. But um, interestingly, um, about two months ago, I was in uh, Juicens. Uh, of all places and I was buying myself um, a dustpan and brush where I had to go and do a bit of site cleaning on a particular mm -hmm. thing somebody hadn't done it so I offered to muck in but that was another story but Whilst I was there, I actually know the chap in Juice, and I was actually asking him about, you know, what's going on with materials at the moment? Are there any more increases, that type of stuff? He said, yeah, well, we've actually been speaking with a lot of the uh, manufacturers abroad, and they've been telling us that we are likely to see uh, another increase in um, in October. I was like, oh, in my mind, you know, that's quite specific. And I thought that's very similar to when we deal with our power team, with our brokers. They get the knowledge before kind of the punter, if you know what I mean. So the broker can say, look, I'm not missed it, Meg, but it looks like all the kind of, you know, the, the big wigs are saying that it is going to go up. It's only a matter of time. So maybe is it worth securing your deal now? And there's no reason why you couldn't do that with materials. If the word on the street with the wholesalers are that they're going to be going up in a month's time, then is it, and it might seem a bit left field, but if you're definitely about to complete on the purchase, why don't you get a container unit and buy a load of uh, timber and house it in there? Mm. You know, is Did that you do that with toilet roll? Uh, I, ha I, I, I in the first <laughs> lockdown I did buy in bulk. I'm not going to lie. I was like it was just on toilet paper, but uh, that was another story. But um, you know, speak. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, you, can you be a bit more creative and not mm. just think? Is it going to go up? Go and ask the wholesalers. You know, go to Bradford's, go to Juicens. Uh, you know, and well, ask that's, these that's what people. we did with the boys on site, didn't we? We said exactly. Look, look you know, you're going to need this in the next two months. Well, why don't we just get it on site now and then you've got it um, exactly and save yourself the ten percent. 100%. That's what I would do. If it's definitely going to be going up anyway, or it's sure. you know, going in that direction. Brilliant. Save yourself some money. Well, that was a very long-winded answer, but hopefully it's given you a few angles to think about, Adam. And um, yeah, hopefully it helps us answer your question and, and others as well. So second question, the last for the podcast today is from Ollie in Truro. James, I'm going to throw this at you. I am starting to look at my first buy-to-let property in Cornwall. Brilliant. 
Great news, Ollie. Love it. I can see from obtaining quotes that solicitor fees fairly vary hugely. Does this really matter um, which one I go with or are they all doing the same thing, which is to simply get to completion? Hmm. Very good question there, Ollie. It's one that I've been asked um, by a few people, actually, because they always say to me, you know, what uh, solicitor do I use for conveyancing? But um, uh, essentially to your question, yeah, that they're all doing the same thing to completion uh, of the property. That's what you're trying to do is buy it and you will get there eventually. However, depending on the scenario of the purchase, of course, it's all about that power team. I've talked about having a good uh, mortgage broker in the past that will get you a really, really good deal. It's exactly the same with the solicitor. For me personally, I would definitely want to spend more on getting a good solicitor that is going to be sharp on the ball. And it's not only going to keep the vendor happy who you're purchasing from, because they can see you're actually getting things done on time. Uh, and also you're going to, um, you know, you're just going to get the property quicker. You know, what, what happens if it's taking much, much longer uh, to buy the property and you miss out on a really good interest rate before the next uh, increase so I would definitely say you've got in my mind's eye you've got three categories you've got the low end of the scale where you're saying the you know they're very hugely you've got they're very, very online conveyancing online conveyancing yeah. or there are ones in Cornwall not going to mention any names where they're sort of like one man bands that are just you know trying to promise the world and not deliver it and they are you know you, when you see sort of 500 pounds all in for conveyancing that's a that's a red alarm for me but you've also got conveyancing which is much at the uh, the the higher end scale where you're sort of paying like 1500 uh, for conveyancing generally for me i normally if it's a standard residential sale i'd probably be putting in somewhere between sort of you know a thousand pounds to 1100 pounds plus vat uh, if you want a good uh, person to do your conveyancing and you know buying a house whether it's for yourself whether it's for your investment is stressful you know i'm not going to lie to you guys it, it is stressful so why don't you just eliminate a little bit of that stress and just have a you know uh, a solicitor that's going to be really really sharp can hold your hand going through it especially if you're new to it and can just get things done when they say they're going to do uh, nothing worse than the estate agent chasing you going i can't get hold of your solicitor they've been quiet for two weeks my vendor is starting to get prickly so definitely i would i would go sort of middle to high uh, as a starting point if you can afford it um otherwise expect you might come into some uh, problems along the way and you're definitely. going to be going slow and for us what the most important things as you say is speed and comms uh, communication it's it's being kept in the loop the whole way along and knowing that you could get in touch and get an answer sharpish that's, yeah that's simply it really so you can just hold, hold hands throughout the process that's that's generally what you'd like to know what's happening absolutely and quite often when you're going especially in this case it's you know your first buy to let property you know the investment is quite quite lucrative at the moment in Cornwall lots of people doing it if you've you know you put an offer in uh, to, to a vendor and they see you're in a strong position and you promise that look let's just get this property done let's exchange in 28 days and suddenly you're three weeks in and the uh, solicitor hasn't even sent out the memorandum of sale the vendor's going to start getting a bit upset and what happens if you get two months into this and then you've already built up the fee with the solicitor and then the vendor goes do you know what you promised me you're going to be quick you're not I'm pulling out and then you've you haven't got the property which is a bad thing and you've also now got a uh, solicitor bill for their time so you've lost out there so definitely you know as in many things in life you get what you pay for definitely definitely well uh, guys that's it for episode 39 asked Dan and James hopefully that's been of use if so please do let us know leave a little review leave us some feedback it'd be lovely to hear from you um, obviously like share subscribe to the podcast every every little thumbs up helps just on the algorithms and things just to help get us out there a little bit more which would be much appreciated so guys thank you once more um, again if you want to get in touch there's many ways of doing so absolutely and that 
is by going to cornwallpropertypodcast.com, go onto our front page, send us a message that way, or go onto our social media on Facebook and literally just send us a message on that way. And uh, thank you very much for all the feedback that you give us, all the questions. And uh, obviously, we only have so much time on the podcast, we can't always... Uh, um, put them live uh, on the show but we will always make a response to you via email uh, or uh, we can arrange to give you a call as well if you want to ask a question and we can try and help out that way we're all about giving back and again we're just trying to get these empty properties back on the market so we can support um, you know Cornwall living definitely so definitely so well guys until next time is a goodbye from me goodbye from me goodbye from me